Food lovers, welcome to the Random Yummy Podcast. Happy New Year, or Happy Chinese New Year, or Lunar New Year, or Gungi Fa Choi, if you speak Cantonese. I have no idea what it's in Mandarin. Anyway, tonight, uh, for the Chinese New Year, I cooked a steak, because I'm a bad Asian. A Bayesian. And I prefer steak. So... Coles has started marketing what it calls a tomahawk steak. I don't know that it's a tomahawk steak, and I'll go into that a little bit into in the show notes at yummylummy.com. I'll also put links in randomyummy.com because bloody Facebook has still banned any URL associated with yummylummy.com. It sort of sucks, and I'm getting a bit tired of it, but, you know, trolls and thugs online uh, have claimed that Yummy Lummy is abusive or inappropriate. And so, therefore, Facebook and Instagram have stopped me uh, using YummyLummy.com and its derivative URLs on those platforms. So I've had to resort to RandomYummy.com. Anyway, check out the show notes and you'll be able to see the recipe, you'll be able to see the questions and answers, uh, and you'll be able to see a heap of photographs. So, I go on a bit of a rant with this blog post as well, and you can read that as part of the show notes. Um, I wanted to dedicate tonight's blog post to the water rats of Belconnen, and this is going to be a wide-ranging type of blog post and it covers a range of thoughts from eating water rats to -to hand-to-hand combat with cane knives. Listen on or read on if you want. Uh, If you're uh, not keen on any of that, if you go to the show notes uh, at yummylummy.com, then just go to the recipe. Anyway, I live in the Belconnen town centre of Canberra and the artificial lake close by, namely Lake Jinandira, is replete with water rats. I've seen them swimming around, especially in the more polluted parts of the lake. I'm guessing water rats can make good eating when skinned, gutted and cooked. Sadly, for my Chinese New Year dinner, water rat was not on the menu. Now, Hydromini uh, Chrysogaster, also known as Rakali or Rabe, is an Australian native rodent, and the male water rat can grow longer than 30 centimetres, or more than a foot long in the old language. That's a lot of rat to eat. Since a water rat is off the menu due to my lack of motivation to trap, kill and process one for dinner, I bought a steak from Coles. So Coles is selling this steak as a so-called tomahawk steak. But I'm not sure about this, and I've written about my idea of tomahawk steaks before in a previous post. If you go to the show notes, you'll see a link to that. I think the rib needs to be longer for a tomahawk. From the photographs and drawings I've seen of tomahawks from North America, the handles tend to be longer. Not as long as a traditional axe, but longer than what Coles is purporting to be a tomahawk steak. I also think it's a little disappointing that Coles has gone with the tomahawk terminology rather than something more familiar with Australians, especially older Australians like me, and especially the best Australians, that is, Queenslanders. I'm talking about the cane knife. The cane knife is every bit as useful as a tomahawk as a fighting weapon, as well as being fit for purpose to cut sugar cane. While I'm no knife-throwing expert, 
I wonder if a cane knife can also be better weighted than the head-heavy tomahawk. My grandfather and his brothers owned and ran sugarcane farms in Bundaberg, Queensland, and as I was growing up, I grew familiar with the cane knife for backyard gardening. A sharp cane knife is a beautiful thing. I can just imagine slicing someone's head off or taking off an arm or a leg, similar to how a machete might be used in combat. A vertical strike to the top of the head would probably split a head in two like a coconut. Now, I'm not suggesting for a second that the cane knife is Australian. It's not. It's used all around the world, but it's definitely used in Australia. As far as the recipes concerned for tonight's meal, um, you'll need, in terms of the steak, the long bone in rib steak or tomahawk steak or cane knife steak, as I like to call it, some iodized salt, black pepper, butter, and Queensland nut oil. For the creamy onion mushrooms, some mushrooms, Queensland nut oil, white onion, butter, cream, and cooking sherry. And for the green and gold vegetables, some frozen peas and corn. In terms of preparing the steak, unwrap the steak from the plastic cryovac wrapping, dry the steak with absorbent kitchen paper, season the steak with iodized salt and freshly cracked black pepper. Place the seasoned steak on a rack over a tray and refrigerate uncovered to allow the surface to dry out further while the salt, while the salt is absorbed deeper. I'd probably do this for at least six hours. Overnight would be better. When it's ready to cook, heat up a large fry pan and turn on the oven to 200 degrees Celsius or 392 degrees Fahrenheit. Rub Queensland nut oil all over your meat and begin to sear the surfaces in the hot fry pan. Once seared, insert a meat thermometer and with the steak on a rack over a baking tray, put it into the hot oven. Cook until the middle of the steak reaches about 57 degrees Celsius or 134 degrees Fahrenheit. Allow the steak to rest for about 10 minutes. With a boning knife, slice the meat from the rib and then dissect the longissimus muscle or the fillet from the spinalis dorsi muscle or the decal and put the fillet into a container and refrigerate. I'm going to have that for lunch meat later in the week. With a sharp butcher's knife, slice the deckle and expose the beautiful pink, red, juicy and fatty, meaty deckle in all its glory. For the onions and mushrooms, in a hot fry pan, squirt some Queensland nut oil and add a knob of butter, allowing the butter to melt and foam. Add in the sliced onion and turn the heat down. Splash in some cooking sherry and put a lid on the fry pan until the onion is soft and started to caramelise. When the onion is soft and dark, remove it to a bowl. In the fry pan, add the diced mushroom pieces and a good splash of cooking sherry. Add the lid of, to the fry pan and cook until the mushrooms shrink and release the cellular water. Remove the lid and add the cooked onion and reduce the mushroom water until it's evaporated. Add in some cream and cook until the sauce is formed. For the green involved gold vegetables, remove the creamy onion and mushroom sauce into a bowl and add a cup of frozen peas and corns to the fry pan. Add a splash of water and cook the peas and corn until soft. Drain off any extra water. As far as plating up, I plated up the green and gold vegetables to the dinner plate. I then added the creamy onion and mushrooms next to the green and gold vegetables. I then laid the slices of steak over the onion and mushrooms. 
If you go to the show notes at the blog post at yummylummy.com, you'll see a gallery of photographs ranging from the uh, steak in its packet to it being seared uh, to it being put on a cutting block with my dick knives, my dick boning knife and my dick butcher's knife. And if you're wondering why I'm saying dick, it's because they're dick brand knives. They've got a beautiful uh, blade and the handle feels really good in the hand. I really like these knives from Germany. There are also photos of uh, the, the meal plated up as well as a couple of nice close-ups. So some questions for you. Our questions for me, really. What does Chinese New Year mean to you? Well, for me, it doesn't really mean much. As I said before, I'm a Bayesian, a bad Asian, and that's why I'm eating a tomahawk steak tonight. Would I really eat a water rat? Sure, why not? I'd pretend to be Shrek and cook it rotisserie style. Maybe not as good as a tomahawk steak, though. And what's the significance of the green and gold vegetables for me? Well, green and gold are the sporting colours of Australia, and tomorrow, the 26th of January, is a day that many Australians observe as a day to remember when the British first colonised the island. Some Australians, though, object and regard the colonisation as an invasion of land occupied by Indigenous Australians who had travelled to the Great Southern Land thousands of years before. Now, depending on the interpretation of the archaeological records, they could have usurped another group of sapiens and undertaken the systematic consumption of all of the megafauna, leaving only the marsupial fauna we know today. Now, Yummy Lummy is hardly the place to debate the humanoid inhabitation of the Great Southern Land by groups of sapiens, so I'll leave it to others to speculate on that. The uh, final thoughts... Do you celebrate Chinese or Lunar New Year? Would you eat a water rat? And would you prefer a cane knife steak or a tomahawk steak? I'd really appreciate you answering those final questions over at the show notes at yummylummy.com. Leave a comment, uh, give me an opinion of what you thought of the recipe, uh, answer the questions about celebrating Chinese New Year, water rats and cane knives or steak knife steaks, tomahawk steaks, sorry. Anyway, I hope you've had a really good Chinese New Year. I hope tomorrow, if you celebrate Australia Day, you enjoy it. If you don't, if you see it as Invasion Day, uh, I hope that you get your message across to the people who should be in the know. Anyway, I'll catch you later. See you next time. Bye.